Hi, I'm Jenny from Wisconsin. I'm Jill from Michigan. Welcome back to our podcast, Creepy Soup. Where we discuss all things creepy. Paranormal. True crime. Spiritual. With a side of bullshit. Good evening. How goes it? It goes okay. Good. Uh, I have spent the last day and a half, basically, I guess, uh, just gaming with Marcelo. Um, And prior to our gaming session, um, we went to the zoo where he got to pet a monitor lizard. Um, and I got to help hold a giant albino, uh, boa constrictor. See, I, snakes don't scare me. I don't want to touch them though. Yeah. See, that's that you didn't know what you were signing up for prior to, uh, raising hands. Um, ironically though. One of the signs for Lilith. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I in, I. in the past month, I swear I have seen about 10 snakes. Um, my daughter has one. Mm. It's a little, it's a little thing. And I don't mind being around it. It can be next to me. I can be in the room with it. It can be out. That does not bother me. I just, and there's no, no particular reason. I just don't want to touch it. I don't blame you. It, it's not, yeah, no. It's not a desired feeling. Yeah. I um, to, but I, I do have I pictures. Used to have an iguana. Those. I used to have an iguana. It, okay, it was, it belonged to my brother and he needed money. So he was like, told, made a deal with my mom, like, I'll sell you Speedy. And Speedy had, like, I can't even fit it on the screen. Speedy had a very long tail. Very long tail. Never dropped it or anything. And we just give it a bath because that's how iguanas poop. They poop in the water. So we'd give Speedy his bath and... Then they like to be warm, so then we'd hold hold them in the towel for a while. It was, yeah, that I miss. Okay, interesting. Didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think I could deal with it now because, like, the birds, <laughs> they're a fucking headache. Um, I do mm-hmm. threaten them with the air fryer often. Mhm, mhm. I can verify that. I do. Um, they uh, don't give a shit, though. <laughs> no, they are they loud, screechy bitches. Especially in the morning. It, it doesn't stop until we cover them. <laughs> and, even, and if we're still up, because a lot of times, like, my table is right next to the birdcage 
Roy and I'll sit there and play dice, Yahtzee, you know, whatever. And they can be covered up. But if there's music playing, then bitches are loud. <laughs> they they like music. They do. And that's awesome. Yeah, because I like music. So usually <laughs> at night, Roy and I have, like, we rotate who's who gets to play whose playlist um and then i have to change my playlist because roy and i have a lot of same songs so you hear the same ones over and over and yeah i'll just tell him nope you gotta skip yours because nope you're not making me sick of it <laughs> that's funny uh, marcelo and i have very different tastes in music um <laughs> And so it's a battle of music in the car. Yeah. Well, no, car, <clears throat> I, my car. So I picked the music. You see, uh, and that's just it. I have to cheat because if he's got his iPad, he can play his iPad. I don't care. Play whatever you want. And then I have my headphones on and I can play whatever I want. And then yeah. we're both happy. See, I wouldn't be able to well, I don't know, like drive, like use my headset while driving. Oh, I do all the time. I just say for me, it would be too distracting because it's, I don't, and maybe not because I don't know, but when I get in my car, it, cause I've got an Alexa auto, it's probably mm-hmm. the most bougie thing I own is an Alexa auto. Uh, that just automatically connects as soon as I get in my car. So Mine does too. Um, in fact, the only time I use the headset is when he's in the car. So, yeah, no, I don't know. For me, I don't know. Um, I was gonna say something else, and I fucking oh, the Alexa is nice because I can. Well, most people in my family, um, they are not listed in my phone by their actual name. <laughs> Were you just itching your ear? Yeah. Well, behind right. it. Okay. I was itching my right ear lobe. <laughs> oh, my, my lobes are covered. So I'm, it would, yeah. <laughs> um, I actually just, before we started recording, I had to take out my earrings because it was pushing on them and, and it was hot here today. So I was actually wearing fried eggs. <laughs> um, oh, Nobody in my house is listed with their name. Like Roy is listed in my phone as Splenda Daddy. So when I want to call him and I have, I don't want to say it because mine will go off and anybody else's. Um, but like, um, call Splenda Daddy and she'll say, calling Splenda Daddy's mobile. You're terrible. And that's why I love you. Now, the two funniest names in there, um, my son is listed as Dirty Little Multigrain Whore. But there's, okay, story behind that is before that, his name in my phone was Roadkill. And then I found out like three days later, 
because nobody wanted to tell me. It happened while I was at work. No one said anything until his phone got broke. But he was riding a bike and got hit by a car. No one wanted to tell me this, though. They, I freaked out. Um, but his phone got ruined. And because it had insurance, I had to do a claim and all that stuff. So after getting hit by a car, I felt really bad having his name as a roadkill. So we're, I, have you ever watched the show The League? Nope. Oh, my God. It's so funny. Well, there is a scene where one of the guys is like dry humping a loaf of bread and he calls it a dirty little Malta grain whore. And I'm like, that's Buddy's new nickname in my phone. That's awesome. Yeah. And the other funny name in there is um, my brother-in-law has a very long beard and I call, I call it his taint tickler. <laughs> So that's what he's listed on my phone. <laughs> yeah, so that's fun. <clears throat> nope, uh, I don't think I've ever seen that show. Um, to be fair, prior to our recording tonight, I watched um, a documentary, basically, um, on Netflix call it's part of the unknown files in regards to an ancient cave that they found with a whole nother species of humanoid type um buried in a cave and they found markings um that was just last year they discovered the markings and stuff inside the cave oh. interesting Yep, and then I started watching one about UFOs. <laughs> yeah. So last night, I'm, hold on, I'm the wrong one. I send Jenny a text, like, I'm excited for tomorrow's episode. And she was like, what's it about? And... I said something you'd never expect because I have mentioned that I'm not interested. She's like, is it aliens? And I'm like, hell no. I said, First thought. I said, hell no. And it's not a cryptid either. <laughs> so. Those are the first two that my mind went to. Yeah, no. No. I would have to be out of all material to turn to that <laughs> just or have lost a bet remind me to bet you on something that i know <laughs> i went on <laughs> i think one of these times it, it would be funny for us to pick each other's oh there you go just to make it interesting or better yet the listeners pick a case for each of us. Yeah, that would be cool. Now I did, I don't know if it shows up on the other um, platforms that we're on, but uh, when I upload the audio, um, I use the Spotify for podcasters, formerly Anchor. 
it does give you space to ask a question hmm, or some, okay. something like that. And honestly, I, I didn't look to see if anyone's answered or even if they know. Um, I do recall seeing the notification that the one had a question. Okay. So I do remember seeing that. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, so I don't know if anyone's answered it yet. I'll, I'll look. Not right now, though. We're, we're both very terrible about checking back on things. <laughs> um, you know what? It's not that I'm, oh, you know what? I, can, I actually can look right now because I forgot I ha also have it on my phone. <laughs> okay. While you're looking, I would like to say thank you to Miss Tammy because she sent me a message the other day and it just it hit right in the feels and it was greatly appreciated and perfectly timed. So thank you. It really meant a lot. Okay. Nope. No one, no one. <laughs> Tammy is amazing. She is. And I don't know. Maybe I should ask. I can do this without names. So a couple of years ago when like in a group chat that we had, or we were in, we didn't have it. It wasn't ours. Mm -hmm. um, I had mentioned going somewhere for my anniversary. She mentioned that her brother owned a place, but I had already booked that location. Um, so <laughs> this time I booked that location that she had suggested. Oh, so, that's awesome. Yeah. So I'm I'm super excited. Like looking at the pictures of the place and just the amenities that it has. I'm just so flipping excited. That's amazing. And even more excited because there's a place up there. It's called Route 23 Barbecue. Okay. <sighs> it is the best barbecue. <laughs> The best That's the place that hits the spot. It is. And this this starting Thursday, tomorrow, okay. um, th we in Bay City, there used to be an event that happened every year called the Labity Pig Gig. Um, it was sponsored by Labity, whatever. I don't know. It was a car dealership. Um, and it was a lot of like barbecue type things and it's totally not what i would expect for a car dealership sorry <laughs> yeah well i don't know what now but at the time it was like the biggest one in bay city uh mm. and so it was the labity pig gig and now they have i believe it's called pig fest well it was in 2012 i think they they just quit doing the pig gig which sucked because every night there was a concert uh just shopping food activities just you name it and then they did away with it it's like a week-long carnival uh four day four-ish days kind of thing i don't know if they had rides maybe i don't know um and then they stopped doing it. Well, last year they started doing
doing this pig fest, which is basically the same thing, but I don't think it's got the same sponsors. Mm. And that's going on this weekend. I told Roy we should go and pregame. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. So, but they have um, vendor like uh, people that run barbecues and stuff um, from all over. I know we've got um, there's like one from Pennsylvania. Oh, let me look it up real quick because I think there was. Oh, we're not in 2032. <clears throat> um, forget it. I thought there was one from Wisconsin, but I could be wrong. No, I, I need to know. <clears throat> there could be. We have several barbecue places, famous barbecue places. Um, oh, I guess it is still called Labity <laughs> Rib Fest. Sorry. But I know, like, this year they've got, like, Lita Ford coming, um, Dokken, which I'm so bummed because I would love to go see Dokken. You don't know who Dokken is. Nope. <laughs> Not a clue. <sighs> Let me see if I can. Ohio, Texas. We got them coming from Texas. Uh, Virginia, Ohio. Not that surprising. <laughs> yeah. Nope, I was wrong. Nothing from Wisconsin. More lame. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we actually had a barbecue place in the casino for a restaurant for a while. Mm -hmm. um, except they would randomly close whenever they felt like it. Um, and you never really knew when they were going to be opened. Their menu was exceptionally limited. Service was kind of rude. Um, and yeah, <laughs> wasn't the greatest. Yeah. See, and I, I honestly think that's what me and Roy are looking forward to the most is going to this place. It's a family owned business. Everybody in there is so nice. Well, we were there once. It may have changed. Who knows? But everybody Probably was not. like, they were super friendly. Um, just great food, great service. That's awesome. Yeah. So we're excited about that. Very cool. I have nothing fun coming up. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. Well, I'm working this weekend. Yay. Um, bank says yay. I say no. But, um, yeah, I guess we'll see. So you ready to get into this? Yeah. Okay. So I know I've said it was 
either last week's episode, maybe the week before. Um, I think it was last week when you were talking about the haunted locations. Okay. Maybe. And I was talking about like different things that didn't interest me. And um, the Elisa Lamb case. Do you know anything about it? I need more elaboration. Um, she was um, a Canadian resident. Um, she was a student at the University of British Columbia, but not registered at the beginning of 2013. Okay. Might as well just tell the story because I have no idea. Well, my notes do not include the entire story because there is a lot to it. Um but she was a 21-year-old Canadian who um, had bipolar disorder mm. and was on medication for bipolar disorder. Um, I did not list her medications because, well, most of them I couldn't pronounce anyway. <laughs> um, it goes with medications. Pardon? That's how it goes with medications. Yeah. Well, some of them I know because of working in group homes, so I, I know the name of some of them, but not all of them. What's the medicine that's not Tylenol that you can take for headache and body ache? Not a leaf. A lot of them. Starts with an I. Ibuprofen. Say it again. Ibuprofen. Okay. <laughs> I saw a video the other day. Of a guy who was saying it, I be I be No, I can't even say it the way he said it. I be a profen. I can even say acetaminophen. Ooh, fancy um, words work today. Oh, we'll see. I haven't gotten into this yet, and not gonna lie, this is sloppier than it's bad. So. Bear with me. Uh, okay, so she from Canada took a road trip because she was okay. She was very active on Tumblr, which I've never done Tumblr, so I don't know. But to me, it seems like a live journal, Facebook kind of thing where you post almost like diary type shit. Not diarrhea, a diary. Um, and other people see this? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm assuming. Because okay. once she went missing, people found it. And like, like, honestly, there was like a whole bunch of people that made videos. Okay, so again, I this was never a case that I was interested in. Not because, like, I heard it. And I was like, oh, well, that's shitty. But what made it viral, like such a popular case, was there's actually video of her in the whole elevator. Have you seen that? Okay, now I know what you're talking about. Where it looks like she's running from someone. She like gets again, like on the same side as the door, like she huddles in and she looks like she's talking to somebody. And 
And she's hitting certain buttons. Yep, hitting the buttons, and she leaves the elevator and is never seen again. And the last time she was seen was January 31st of 2013. Her parents report her parents from Canada reported her missing on February 1st. And she was found 19 days after she was last seen floating in the tank on the roof of the Cecil Hotel. And yeah, there's, it, it's a whole thing. So I actually what, know the name of those tanks because I've learned it for my research. It's on the tip of my tongue and it's dancing a lovely little jig. Unfortunately, it doesn't want to spit out and my notes are way over there. <laughs> <coughs> so my, 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 sorry. My notes are not actually on the case. They are the theories surrounding. Okay. Some of them are good theories and some of them are kind of far-fetched and some of them are, they make you think. So we can discuss them as we go. But like I said, this is one I haven't been interested in, but I can't watch things at work because I'm constantly moving but I can listen. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? What the fuck? Why not? And I was honestly hoping they would talk more about how like the Night Stalker stayed there. Um, Elizabeth Short, that's the last place that she was seen before she was brutally murdered. Um, and there was another one and they do talk about him in the documentary that he had actually been to prison for kidnapping and rape and murder let out and he came here as a journalist followed around the police kind of got into what it was like from the prostitute side and the john side and in the meantime he's like kidnapping and killing women (laughs) hunger i don't know so um most of my info came from the Netflix documentary, which I don't know the exact name, something like Vanished at the Cecil. Um, if you're, if it's a case that you're interested in, excellent document. I mean, it's good either way. Um, but I got to the theories episode, which was episode three. And I was like, Ooh, this is a topic. On a side note, the case that I'm working on is also full of a lot of theories. Yeah. And that's where a lot of my problem for the research is coming in because they laid it out in a dumb way. Oh, of course. Yeah, it's a pain in the butt. (laughs) Okay, so everyone... I've already discussed this, but going back to my notes, everyone knows that she was found in the tank. Um, When she was found, um, her clothes were at the bottom of the tank and she was naked. She was fully nude. Um, She was also found face up, which a lot of people say that indicates foul play. 
Um, and the, to me, the one thing that gets me is they said the lid tank or the hatch was closed. Mm-hmm. And there's no way she could have closed it herself. Exactly. So, um, <laughs> but eventually, like, they weren't sure a cause of death and they eventually classified it as an accidental drowning. So um, this information, because I'm one of them people, I, I can hear it and write notes, but I got to pause every few seconds because, you know, they talk faster than I can write. Yep. Um, so uh, this uh, information from Netflix and bustle.com. This is where this is. So theory one is Elisa died by suicide. Uh, some people point out her Tumblr posts like I, I brought up um, in those, I haven't went and looked for it. Excuse me. Um, but she does uh, write a lot about her depression and anxiety and things like that. So a lot of people say that is evidence of the paranormal that no, that she committed. Right. Sorry. I was going to say, I didn't say anything about paranormal. No, but I'm facing the wrong direction is the problem. Um, Again, I have not looked up her Tumblr or even an article about her Tumblr to know what it says. In, In the documentary, it they do have like a voice actor like reading as her okay her post and i mean you she definitely a very bright woman um but she does talk a lot about you know um having a chemical imbalance in her brain and and things like that um so i mean could it be a theory? Okay. What are you seeing? It's fine. It's fine. I'm still listening. I promise. Okay. Well, you're distracting me. I'm sorry. So just tell I'm us what you're I'm trying to seeing. only move my eyeballs. Well, no, it's a combination because like, I keep seeing a light that's shooting up my curtain and the curtain's moving, but I'm hearing something as well like in the other room. And I was trying to figure out if it was just a cat or if it was a mouse squirrel don't you even start with those damn squirrels for any new listeners um the top part of my closet is open to the gigantic spaces between the my ceiling and the floor above it's probably a good uh eight inches high um and mice will burrow through and around um although so do flying squirrels um because they apparently like to live in the insulation and the brick of my walls (laughs) those little motherfuckers will taunt the shit out of you (laughs) and they're hard as shit to catch too by the way just an fyi (laughs) I ran over. (laughs) Okay, so theory two 
is what they eventually listed her cause of death, accidental drowning. Um, and this is the th theory because of that that is most supported, that she had a history of bipolar disorder, which we talked about. Um, she took multiple medications and according to her sister. And this is where it's kind of meh. Um, her toxicology report showed that she had those drugs in her system, but it was such, like she was under medicating herself. So what they're thinking is because of the fill dates on the, on the bottles that she had with her and how many were left, she had just stopped taking them, which could have, you know, seeing the way she acted. And there is someone in the documentary, and again, I didn't go into any of that, um, that talks about how, you know, like some of her actions and if she was being paranoid that there was something following her um, that could be attributed to the fact she wasn't taking her medication properly. Mm -hmm. um, and in that state of mind, she could have found her way to the roof and into the tank. And as hotel guests used the water, the water levels dropped and now she wasn't able to reach the hatch to get out, which I'm calling bullshit. <laughs> like, yeah, because she wouldn't have been able to close the hatch from the outside. And not only that, but I don't think that the reservoir empties that quickly. I mean, I guess it depends on how many people are in the hotel. I mean, it's, it's a big hotel. But you have to realize, too, it's probably not the only one, right? Um, and so it's not like all of the hotel's water is being drained from that one. So it's not like just sudden drop. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, I don't know how, because I there was, I think, four tanks on the roof. I don't know how they work. I don't know if, like, this room, like, so many rooms are assigned to each tank. It's a pressure system. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I call bullshit on, on that one. And I do know they had to, like, cut away, a, like, a thing and pull her out not from the top but like from the bottom I don't remember that part yeah I don't remember a whole lot because like I said I'm working while I'm doing this so I'm listening but say I'm not retaining if that makes sense um okay so theory three is misusing substances but this one's not supported because her toxicology report came back that she was not using any illegal drugs in fact the only drugs in her system were her medications in low levels there's no alcohol no marijuana cocaine none of that came back in her toxicology report so yeah. i really didn't want to talk about it because it's not really a theory, um, but it was listed. Um, theory four, she was murdered. 
the viral video suggests that she was afraid of someone was following her. She was afraid someone was following her. Um, so you've seen the video. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm guessing at this point, anybody with the internet has seen it. Uh, yeah. I know. I would not- say there is the possibility that there could have been someone there at the same time. There is also the possibility it may have been an episode. Right. Um, so I know they talk about like some people saw thought they saw a foot outside of the elevator while she was in there. And then so hang on, because over here I wrote a list of people that were suspected mm, okay um, a whole no one there's only ow fucker only one person by name that i have listed but a hotel employee and because the hotel is very close to skid row mm-hmm. um, it, it's a, been swallowed i think since if I'm not mistaken, the Cecil Hotel has been swallowed by the homeless community yes. uh, since the movie was made. Um, oh, way, way before that. Like, yeah. that Skid Row. In fact, the, one of the people on there is a Skid Row historian. So that tells me it's it's been around for a long, long time. Would you have a historian yeah. for something? And I didn't know a Skid Row historian was a thing. <laughs> same but at the same time it does make a lot of sense because i mean that is like a whole different not community but it's a whole different way of living in that area than you know other areas yeah um human traffickers um that the police were working with the hotel to cover up her murder Mm. And then there was a, I believe he's a uh, death metal musician with the stage name of Morbid. Of course. Yeah. I, I, at this point, I know multiple Morbids, um, but I, I do know of the musician Morbid. Yeah. Well, he, he hasn't made any music since this yeah yeah so and i i do talk about that later um so theory oh nope i already said that so in a separate surveillance video elisa is seen entering the hotel with two men who gave her a box so then when they actually go through her stuff later because of course she didn't check out they cleared out her room well she was initially in with two or three other females in a room Mm. and she was leaving notes on their pillow um tell like saying get out shit like that they complained so the hotel moved her to her own room okay Um, i didn't catch that part (laughs) and that was actually a couple days before she went missing that she was moved. I think it was the 28th of January that she was moved into her own room. Okay. I could be wrong on the dates. Um, so when they went through her stuff and found this box that 
she was seen receiving in the surveillance video, it was from a bookstore called The Last Bookstore. Oh, and okay. she had went in there to get books, but didn't know if she would be able to carry them all if it was too heavy. Um, so they were delivered to her or something on those lines. And I get, I get back into the last bookstore in a little bit. Um, so, yeah, so those two men were ruled out as suspects in a possible murder. Um, theory five was she was tormented by ghosts, which it's widely reported to be a haunted hotel. Oh, yes. And, you know, and I, like, when I visit there, sure, in the daytime with a group of people. <laughs> Whole lot of people. And it's not because of the haunting. It's because of Skid Row. Yep. And that whole whole thing. Um, there's even a section of Skid Row called Ho Alley. Yep. Fun. Um, so this was a haunted location where Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker, stayed and where he was staying when he was, you know, kind of caught by a group of citizens and held until the police got there to arrest him. Now, and you know, I haven't watched the, the documentary on him either. No? No, and, and I'm surprised because, you know, it's the whole serial killer thing. Um, but it's probably because I've heard several podcasts about him. So I kind of don't feel the need to. I don't know. It's um, different to watch it. Yeah. And, and again, this was the last known location of Elizabeth Short, um, who was known as the Black Dahlia, which between that and the Shepherd case, though, those were the two cases that started my love of true crime. Because that, that one is so interesting. It is. So interesting. Um, ironically, I remember hearing about that one um, late teens, early 20s, somewhere in that area. And then I had read a book that had um, a florist in it who altered Dahlia's to make them black dahlias. And so she actually grew black dahlias, which made me fall in love with the flower dahlia, which I put in my wedding bouquet. Huh. Um, and many other tragic deaths occurred. Um, like there were several suicides that happened there. Um, and some people believe that um, Eliza's hand movements in this video um, was a sign that she was communicating with the spirit. <clears throat> I mean, that is definitely one that, you know, it, it, it makes some sense. Uh, because, it, I mean, it's just really a possibility. 
There is a very fine line between being gifted and being mentally unstable. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) I mean, I'm sorry, but there is. And I honestly feel that there is probably a great many people throughout history who, you know, weren't actually crazy. They weren't actually, you know, hearing voices in their head. They were hearing voices of deceased people you know um, they weren't actually you know imagining the person standing there it was a ghost standing there yeah um okay so theory six is the dark water connection uh some people suggest that someone murdered eliza to copy the plot of the 2005 movie, Dark Water, where the main characters are Dahlia and Cecilia, uh, and residents in their apartment complex complain of dark, foul-tasting water, which leads to the discovery of a girl's body in the water tank on the roof. I've never seen it. I know in the the Netflix documentary, they show like clips while someone's talking about it. I haven't seen it, but like when I was listening and then, you know, the comparisons were kind of crazy. And that was eight years before she died. So yeah, still fairly, fairly popular at the time. Yeah. I I don't know, uh, like until this case, I had never heard of it. I had. Um, but I, it, it's an interesting one. Um, another one was, and I started it and I didn't finish it. The notes Uh-oh. for it, so I have to have to look at the website. So sorry. No, um, right. So this is the theory that she opened a portal to another dimension. Uh, and th- the first time I heard this theory was on another podcast that had did it. And again, I listened to it, but not really, because this is never one that sparked my interest. But while you're driving, it's really hard to skip ahead, you know, especially when you're doing on the highway. Yeah. Um, so this one is... Uh, the theory they consider this the wildest theory Um, but it's based on the urban myth of the Korean elevator game and according to the rules the player has to enter an elevator alone and press a series of buttons in order in order to enter a parallel dimension uh and then in this new world electronic devices don't work and there's nothing outside but a red cross the player is not supposed to leave the elevator and if a strange woman stops on they shouldn't speak to or look at her some theorize that that elisa was trying to play this game when it all went horribly wrong and again that's the first time i ever heard when i listened to this the podcast was um because i 
I'd never heard of this game before. Um, but I was listening to, and that's why we drink and cause they talk about it and I'm like, well, that's fucking weird. <laughs> like if that's the case, how do you get back? And she must've came back because they found her body. Yeah. And it doesn't explain like, if you go to this other dimension, what happens to your body? I would just assume you all went one piece. Yeah. But, who knows? But I've never played the game. So <laughs> same. Um, so another theory, and this one, the synchronicities in it is so fucking crazy. Um, that she was a tuberculosis test test subject. Yeah, this one is okay. crazy. I haven't heard this one. Yeah. Um, so some conspiracy theorists think that Eliza was a guinea pig for a new TB medication, which we're going to rule out because it was not found in her toxicology report. So her, she was, again, a student at the University of British Columbia, which is very big on tuberculosis research. Okay. Um, and while she was at the hotel and a few days after her body was discovered, there was a tuberculosis outbreak on Skid Row. Oh. Yeah. Um, some say, think that she was a, an agent or a biological weapon to infect the homeless population. <sighs> Remember you said words were not hard for me today? Um, that she was a biological weapon to infect the homeless population. Now, we're going to take this a little bit further. Um, remember the Lost Bookstore? Mm-hmm. Okay, so, oh, and did you, the, the test for um, tuberculosis, one of them that you can take is called the Lamb Eliza. Spelled exactly the same, but just reversed from her name. Wow. Yeah. Um, so someone found out that if you, and how they thought, like, you know what? Some of these things people find are interesting, but you have to be fucking bored, have no life, no job, mm-hmm. no kids mm-hmm. for sure. No mm-hmm. kids. Um, it's the because, same with some of the stuff in my case that I'm working on too, because it's like shit that's found in video games. Yeah. And like you have to camp to see this shit. Yeah. Crazy. I mean, you know what? But honestly, I think some of it is really good because this, like this is, well, the, the whole tuberculosis thing and the task being Lamb Eliza spelled exactly the same, just reversed from her name. Um, but this one got me. So if you look up the website for the lost bookstore and then look up the registrar, there is a zip code that comes up and that zip code is V5G4S2. If you put that zip code into Google Maps, it brings up Burnaby, British Columbia, which is where she went to school. 
The pinpoint for the center of the town is the cemetery that she is buried in. Does that not blow your fucking skull? That's nuts. Like, that is actually what made me go, nope, I'm scrapping my notes. I'm doing this. <laughs> that, <laughs> that blew my mind. And I was like, no, I, I got to do this. Like, You're going to love my case. Um, so now we're going to get into um, the musician. So how he was initially found was he had posted a video of himself stating he was at the CISA hotel. Mm -hmm. So, and because of, I don't know, I guess his look, death metal, very scary looking dude. Like oh, he is the aesthetic. Like in the makeup, it's kind of like, Rob Zombie in the microwave. <laughs> like, you know, Rob Zombie in the microwave. That's kind of what he reminds me of. Like, very, very dark looking. So, but he had posted a video of himself from inside the cell. What now? <laughs> Ironically, when you said dark, a dark shadow. Put across. Um, okay. So he had posted this video, but what they didn't realize was he was at the Cecil Hotel a year before she was there. So people started hounding him, and once someone made that claim, he was getting death threats and hate mail and all kinds of things. And his real name is, la, 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 give me a second, Pablo Vergara. Vergara? Yeah. Uh, so there was also a music video that his band Slit Wrist, Charming. Yeah. Um, but Okay, there was the video called Died in Pain. The song was called Died in Pain. And the video depicts a young girl running for her life until she's caught and murdered. Um, and it was posted to YouTube just days after her death. I mean, that's not strong evidence in my opinion, but. Um, and then they had another song called China which includes lyrics about a victim's remains being laid to rest in water, along with the line, I'm thinking China. She was Chinese. Um, so a lot, okay, along with his confirmed presence at the Cecil Hotel, again, a year prior, uh, Morbid's band, Slit Risk, convinced internet sleuth, sleuths that he had killed Eliza Lamb. Um, and he does go on to say that he no longer makes music. Um, he has attempted suicide multiple times because of this. He has went on 
with a mask stating he didn't he wasn't even in the country at the time of her death um i think he was in mexico Uh, people reported his YouTube, Facebook, and Google accounts until they were all terminated. Uh, he has been in a psychiatric hospital. So, I mean, th this poor guy has had it rough mm -hmm. for just because he had posted a video stating he was at the Cecil Hotel. No one given a shit that it was a year before she was there and that he yeah. wasn't in the country when she died. Uh, so yeah, that was kind of shitty for him. to have coincidental lyrics in a couple of songs. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I bet if we search through lyrics for other musicians, we could find similar lyrics. Oh, yeah. Yeah, something that, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, that's all my, that's all I got for tonight, but <laughs> I, like, I was so excited for this one, and I don't know why, but I think it was because it was theories and not mm -hmm. just, you know, in your face, black and white facts, this was theories of people who had a lot of time on their hands. I got the same thing in my case. So it's interesting that you came across this and we're like, yes, I want to dig into this. <laughs> and That's kind of what made me want to dig into this one is because there were so many people who had passed away with no answer, like no true answers for any of them. Yeah. And like, honestly, with her, I don't know what to believe. I don't think she did it herself. I don't know. Now, I will say, like in the beginning, they said that the hatch was closed, and then later on, someone states that it was not closed. I don't know. If it wasn't closed, then okay, yeah, I could see her having an episode and going in. Right. Maybe thinking that was the only place she could hide. Um, yeah. It, if it was closed, no, she didn't do it herself. Agreed. Because there's no way she would have been able to do that. No. Mm -mm. Nope. Because she was tiny. Those hatches, I'm sure, are pretty goddamn heavy. Mm -hmm. And if I'm not mistaken, there was even the question of how she even got it open in the first place. Yeah. So. Again, I, I don't know anything about water tanks and how they are. Um, I would assume that the hatches are pretty heavy. Yeah, like the hatches for the submarine. You can imagine how heavy those are, right? I was, yeah, I mean, I would assume because they're keeping water out. Yeah, so I mean, just like those, just smaller, you know. Yeah, yeah, I would assume they'd have to be pretty heavy. She was a tiny thing. 
Yep. So I can't picture her opening it herself. Again, though, if the hatch was already open and remained open, then I I could see it. Right. But for me, I'd have to know which which way. Because for so long, it was the hatch was closed, the hatch was closed, and then it came out that the hatch was not closed. So yeah. I don't I don't know. It seems convenient to me that it's suddenly, oh, no, it was open. Yeah, it does. You know, ju- just to, you know, shut people up. Yeah. Here, stop thinking about it. It was open. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I was, I, I was, I was so excited. And like I said, I think it was because it was different and not just facts, reports, that kind of thing. That it was. Right theories because i don't think we've ever done like a theory themed we haven't and another thing that i like about it is the fact that it was the cecil which has a whole haunted history right and we need that wasn't covered no i mean it was touched on but you know yeah I, i mean i think with everything that has went on in the cecil that would probably be multiple parts too oh yes at least like a four-parter yeah okay so i guess this is a good time to ask the listeners then what do they think of the theories oh the netflix series no the theories oh theories i i'm sorry it sounded like you said series (laughs) someone got to clean out her ears It's all right. I can just pretend I'm talking to my supervisor, Sharon. She doesn't hear half of what I say. You know, I I have come to notice over the last, I don't know, six months because I have my headset, but in order to hear anything other than music, clearly I have to put an earplug in. If I put in this this ear, I can still hear other people. But if I put it in this ear, I can't hear shit. So I don't think I have like full hearing in this ear. Possible, possible. So I always have it in this ear, so I don't hear shit from anybody. I just turned mine up. Oh, usually mine's up full blast anyway, because I work in a noisy place, so I have to have it loud. Yeah, see, and I usually have to have mine down lower so that I can hear my radio to make the calls. But and, when I go out to do my zoomies, it's up. Yeah. I, um, we're not supposed to wear an earplug. But I look at it this way if people can wear two earbuds, I can wear an earplug. That's fair. So, probably hear less with the earbuds. Yeah. Yeah. I do want to know. But what theory people think is spot on, far-fetched. Like, the one that gets me, though, is the whole tuberculosis one. Like, that one yeah, that's is weird. just so crazy. It is. It's so coincidental. Yeah. Because yeah. with... With her university having such like a connection to the 
that also throws out the possibility for a bigger picture type of thing. And I'm yeah, going to throw I, out my own theory, which is that there is a particular group of people, let's say, um, who may or may not be in control of certain things throughout uh, our world, um, who, you know, make things like that happen. Yeah. And, and then make those people disappear. Yeah. And I, and th that was one of the things mentioned, but I didn't want to get into that because then that might open up a whole can of worms that she, because she knew too much, the government had to. So, oh, not necessarily the government. Well, th that's what the documentary mentions. Mm, okay. I wasn't referring to government. But I'm not going to say any group names because I'm not going to put that out there. <laughs> I, I think I know. I think I know where you're headed with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A. Yeah, we're we're not. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Q. Keep going. <laughs> There's a few different ones. Remember. The ones. Oh, I. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think so. Not that. I mean, not no. not necessarily no. them, but a group like that. Yeah, that's why I said because, you. Because um, the one that I'm doing has a similar theory. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Just, like the whole thing, her being a like a biological weapon. Um, to wipe out the homeless population. Maybe it's not necessarily intended to wipe out the homeless population, but that was merely a test to see how quickly and fast it spread. And that very well could be. Because it, it does seem coincidental that it happened while she was there and after she was found. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. And then with her college being... And then you add in the fact that the bookstore had the zip code. Da, 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 da. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to say it's my favorite theory because it sounds awful to have a favorite theory. But that one, like I said, that's the one that made me go, nope, fuck them other notes. Because I already had my other notes like 90% done. <laughs> well, you can always save that for the next one. I, I Yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to. But I was like, nope, nope, nope. Well, in that case, I think that you and hopefully our listeners, watchers will enjoy the next case. And I'm going to forewarn right now, it's probably going to be a two-parter. On that note, shall we say good night? Hi, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's well, I don't know. Compared to the last couple of nights, it's pretty fucking early for me. I just cannot seem to sleep right now. And then I don't want it like I don't want to get up early. Like normally mm -hmm. I'm up at a decent time. And uh what day was it? Mm. Yesterday. I didn't even have time for coffee when I got up. Yeah. Chill. 
yeah i made it and took it with i took it with me because i had to leave early <laughs> i to zip on over to the vape shop because i will say i am down to like a cigarette and a half a day you're doing great and i'm going longer between cigarettes so yeah i'm getting there i'm getting there congrats like normally after i eat and we would record i'd say okay i'm gonna run outside and have a cigarette yeah not not even doing that i've got probably five different vapes that i rotate Mm mm-hmm and right now, I don't know, right now, this one, it's huge, but it's one of my favorites. It's peanut butter chocolate. <laughs> you told me about that one, yep. And it tastes like a peanut butter Twix. That's awesome. I love it. <laughs> Still banana braise or strawberry banana braise. It, it's my favorite. Um, it gets me through the week. Right now, I have two different mint ones. I have a strawberry banana, but that one's almost gone. And I have a blueberry kiwi. That is really good. Ooh, that does sound good. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't investigated the new flavors of these ones lately. Um, the last time I went in, the selection was a little smaller. So hopefully the next time I go in, they'll have more of a selection. No, the shop, I just got it. Cause I like the ones that look like little cups. Um, and they've got new ones in, mm. but I went in yesterday specifically for this one because my other one, I like my tile in my kitchen is like ceramic, mm-hmm. like ceramic tile. And I draw, I was holding it and I dropped it. And then when I would go to take a puff, like all the juice, and I'm like, nope, that one's got to go. But I need a new one because I have to have that one. That's awesome. Yeah. So The joys of flavors. Mm-hmm. I told him, I'm like, I need a coffee one. Like, you need to find me a coffee one. He was like, I can get one, but most people don't like it and I'm like yeah "Yeah." I I've had a coffee one and I had the same thing told me I was like yeah I'm gonna do it anyways I I I love coffee let me try it Mm -mm. I do not recommend coffee ones I do not I think I would prefer that over like the fruit ones probably but I still don't think you'll like the coffee one as much as you think you will I mean I, I still want to try it <laughs> so want to if I don't like it, that's fine. I got this one. I was hesitant about that because I had initially asked him about a coffee one. He was like, I have a chocolate peanut butter, and I'm like, sold. And I was like, oh, what if it tastes like ass? <laughs> but it doesn't. It's actually like if I just had this in the mint, I'd be fine. But I have to ha- I have to have a mint one. So, yeah. All right. Hope everyone has a great week. Bye.
Until next time. Creep you later. Bye. Thank you.